Welcome back to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. And this week, I have a very special guest, Vanessa Farina, with us. And we're talking all about her journey from being in the corporate world to opening businesses, to transitioning into being solely an entrepreneur, and sort of everything in between. And what I know you're going to love about this week's episode is Vanessa's human-first approach to everything in business and in life. And that's something I've loved about her for almost a decade. And what's a fun fact about me and Vanessa is we've known each other for nearly a decade. And what that means also is that Vanessa knew me when I was just in my brick and mortar and when I was hoping to branch out and help more people, but I still just had the brick and mortar. I really hadn't launched my online business and nor had I really done many of the big things that I do today. And so what's really interesting kind of full circle is that at that point then when Vanessa found me and she shares this in the up in the episode at the end of how transformative those sessions were with me to really catapult her to where she is today. And so for those of you who are listening, who are, you know, at that place where you're at the early stages and you're maybe still at a corporate job or you're doing both the, the, the corporate and the side hustle, this episode is for you. You're going to see through this journey of becoming yourself. So if there's one thing I know you're going to leave with, it's to know that it's time to follow your true north, coming back to yourself. So this episode can be watched over on my YouTube channel, emilyarons.com forward slash YouTube. You can also listen to it on every favorite listening platform of your heart's desires. And as you're here, before we get into this week's episode, please take a screenshot and share it over on your Instagram stories, tag me and Vanessa, and also know in the show notes, there will be ways that you can work with Vanessa. You can join her uh, private community and see where this goes. So let's get into this week's episode with Vanessa Farino. You're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice. I'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk, making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down to earth approach to business and spirituality. Tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose. If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, It's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. As you can tell by the inflection in my voice, I'm very excited. Um, It's the hardest thing. This is the hardest thing to do is like literally stay grounded when my energy is like bouncing like a ball. Like I'm just 
Like, I feel like maybe like a firework is a more appropriate analogy. I am joined today by my dear friend, Vanessa Farino. I've known Vanessa for a number of years. I'd probably have to really look back at exactly how many we know each other. And I invited Vanessa here today because, number one, she is a flippin' powerhouse and she has a lot of amazing gifts to share with listeners. But number two, I feel like her story is also part of everybody's entrepreneurial journey. Like when we made that decision to leave one thing and start another thing. But the one thing that I just absolutely love and adore, totally admire about Vanessa is no matter what she does, she goes 100% all out. And she is like the most unfuckwithable person I have ever known. And I'm saying that with like the most love. Like, she's like, I'm gonna do this. And you're like, holy what? Like, she just pulls off stuff that you're like, how did you even do that? <laughs> um, and you always surprise me. It's like, whoa. And so she's definitely someone to watch out for. She's the most innovative. She's a leader through and through. So excited to stop talking and hand over the mic to you so that you can introduce yourself. Vanessa, warm welcome. Thank you. My name is Vanessa Farino, and I am a business strategist who is an award-winning Latina who is here to ignite female founders to create generational wealth, but also impact their communities. So Vanessa, <laughs> tell everybody, where did you start your career? How did you become this strategist? Because you know, I've seen you from being in the corporate world and like just you climbed the ladder. I mean, you did the thing. You climbed the ladder to the top and then you're like, you know what? No, thanks. I'm actually not going to do this and I'm going to change the world this way. So I would love for you to share that story a little bit. Absolutely. So I started my career as a receptionist, then a financial assistant, office manager, legal assistant. I mean, I've worked in so many different areas and industries, but ultimately for the past 15 years, working from receptionist all the way to chief of staff roles here in downtown Boston at tech startup companies. I've done things as you know, investor relations, fundraising, you name it, start company cultures, revamp branding, marketing, product and sales launches. Culture is really big to me, really important. Humans, I love humans and people. They matter so much. And ultimately through that process of working under CEOs who were entrepreneurs and them guiding me and, you know, igniting my entrepreneurial skills as well. I have also founded six companies between brick and mortar service based and product based, which have also led me to my awards 30 under 30 and 40 under 40. I want to get on some of those awards. Come on. <laughs> I guess I'm too late for the 30 under 30 <laughs> or 40 okay. under or 40 under 40 for that matter. Come on, 50 under 50. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> well, and I know from just being friends, you know, you've had some some people who've who you've worked with that are such like you always say they're such a human like i love how you say that all the time you know that had heart and soul and people mattered wellness and legacy mattered in such a big way and i remember some of the last folks that you had worked with in a bigger capacity really had an impact on sparking that within you and really saw the spark inside of you then they knew okay she's somebody different she's not like the rest and you were able to do some really cool collaborations. Yes, absolutely. And I have to share in vulnerability though, things have not been like, Wee! you know, through the whole process, everything's beautiful and cheery. 
belonging to the corporate world, while I have absolutely enjoyed my journey and process, there have also been the people who are like, you're weird. You're the black sheep here because you are just not a person who's a nine to five. And I'm like, well, my life is a 24 seven cycle and I evolve as a human and you do too. Please do not shame me. Leave me alone as I'm doing great things. But ultimately through the process, we have been able to collaborate. We've done summits. I've done retreats. I've done accelerator programs for our business. And ultimately it had come down to, right? When you're in business, you think you're gonna go help X amount of people through the transition, probably very early on your first couple of years, you realize that why people need you. Mm -hmm. And then through that process, you make the decision that you are going to serve Z, Mm -hmm. right? You have boundaries and all of the things. And through that process, it has ultimately been working with millennial women who have a corporate experience, who understand what it takes to really climb the corporate ladder, who have skill sets, but also understand that there is a different side of humanity that we have yet to explore and evolve and be grateful to our ancestors for the sacrifices that they have made for us to have the privilege to say, wow, I'm a human, I am creative, I am a creative human, and I have the opportunity to do X, Y, and Z because I do have talents and I get to evolve. And it doesn't matter what age you are because, you you know, it's our really, and I believe that our age is the energy that we put out there. My grandma, she's 80 something years old and she is the most youthful person I have yet to meet. She is. (laughs) (laughs) She is awesome. Well, and... I think also making these different choices, like it is, it's opportunity, but it's also, I mean, how privileged are we that we can decide, oh, well, I want to leave my corporate job and do my own thing. What a joy that is, but also it's a huge risk to be able to take that leap. And a lot of cases, you know, we enter the workforce because we want safety and security. And I know, Mm -hmm. especially this week and last week, it's been coming up a lot with me as well as my community around safety and security. I don't know what's happening in the stars. I got to go talk with those people. But it's like it's bringing all of our stuff up to the surface to look at the old stories and to, you know, do get some healing around them so that we can propel forward so we can help other people through those issues as well, of course. So if you could share, you know, when you were realizing, I mean, you had already started some startups while you were still in corporate. You had started to make those shifts. Things were already kind of working in their place. Mm -hmm. When you decided to finally, like that last little thing that set you off and was like, nope, I'm good, we're done with this. And you decided to step away from corporate. Can you take us through that decision-making process? Because I know a lot of folks who are in corporate or who have a side hustle kind of going, they're like, these kind of two things are working for me. How do you make that transition? So I think there's multiple aspects to the conversation. Number one is having the realization of where did you learn and understand as a child growing up with self-value? Where does it come from? So in our society, we are taught that you know your value comes from having a traditional life where you find a career one right we're not allowed to have multiple and you take that career and you be the best at the best and be, being the best of the best is considered climbing up the ladder mm-hmm. to the second conversation it's but what actually do you like doing and you don't know until you try all the things and realize all the things you don't like And you have to continue, in my belief, you have to continue to try things as a human because we're put on this planet 
And we are just so privileged to be here on Mother Earth. And she's providing us with all of these possible opportunities to create and exist in all of the things. So to bring that in a full circle, having the conversation with yourself and saying, is the corporate ladder fulfilling? Mm -hmm. And most of us human beings where we are today in this day and age will say we're taught to feel and molded into that it is fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And I will say a thousand percent. 90% of my life, I was like, I love my corporate career. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because I did enjoy it because I was dealing with humans and I love humans Mm -hmm. and I was helping. And as humans, we want to help. But then it came to the realization, but actually you've become so good and mastered all of the things that you find the self-value through that cycle. Great. Now let's push that aside and see, do you actually enjoy it? And the answer was, I do not because my whole life in my corporate career as an awakening recently, I share in vulnerability, I knew I didn't fit in these rooms, but I was fighting to be in these rooms because I knew I looked different as a Latina woman. And I was mostly 20 years of an age gap difference from the people that were here. While I was very grateful for the opportunities because it's not very common that you have CEO white male dominated industries pulling a chair for a young Latina woman, I thought, where are my peers? How can I support to get them? Let me show them that it's possible. Let me break the barriers and doors. In reality, we don't need to break down barriers. We don't need to break the ceiling. We don't need to climb the ladder. We don't need anything to exist. And that was the hardest realization for me to actually overcome and understand. I've heard so many times people say, breathing is enough your existence is enough. And I'm like, that sounds crazy. It doesn't make sense. I have to be some way, give back to have self-worth and Mm self-value. So Mm -hmm. having that realization, it's very important. And how do you do that? You only can do that, in my opinion, by meeting yourself in deeper levels Mm -hmm. emotionally. And that could be through methodologies, whether that's meditation or walking or therapy, whatever it is that you choose, but being very intentional and saying, I'm trying to meet myself in the deepest level. I have yet thus to, Mm -hmm. it's going to be painful, but I'm willing to go there because not only am I going to heal myself, you are genuinely going to feel yourself and your DNA within your cells change. Mm. You're going to have unique conversations with your family members or friends. And then all of a sudden you're like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I'm breaking generational traumas and all these different things. And <laughs> morph to a different yeah. person. But it is absolutely with gratitude that I look at any obstacle that comes through my path, which I understand will happen for the rest of my life. I look at the the obstacles. I'm grateful for the obstacle that you're here because you're here to teach me something and I'm not no longer going to approach it with resistance. If anything, you're here to teach me something. And when there's an obstacle, the slower pace, it's like methodical, right? It's like the slower pace that I go, that doesn't necessarily mean sit in your room and just stare at the wall all day. It right. could. Also, I think that's something that you highlighted around breaking down barriers. Like, I don't have to break down barriers. I don't have to do all this stuff to prove that I am worthy, that I'm enough, that I'm contributing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to your point, too, around corporate, we do find value in it. You know, I remember, you know, even though I was doing massage on the side of my corporate nine to five job as an executive assistant at this high level bank in this prestigious like little sector, you know, there was some kind of itch it scratched, which was that safety and security. But I felt like 
I had sort of like made it somehow that I was wearing this like pencil skirt and these high heels. I felt like important somehow. And there was something to that that I was like not quite getting elsewhere. And I think that's what kept me there. But after a certain while, you're like, who do I think I really am? And I used to make a joke around some of the people within the organization that you know, they they would say things like, do you know who I think I am? Because it's like within this world, everyone knows who you are. But if you step outside this building and this company, no one knows who, you, knows are. who you are. And so when we come back to being human and wanting to go into deeper depths of ourselves, like really identifying like, who am I and what am I here to do? And like what you're talking about is this depth of healing and overcoming obstacles because you truly know your purpose. You truly know what you're designed to do. And there's nothing and no one who can stop you from living that truth. It's like a bell when it rings, you can't unring it. And, you know, I think that's also something I've always loved and admired about you when it comes to opening doors for other people. You know, you've had networking organizations and I even see you doing it now is like you're opening doors for people to collaborate, to connect, to open up new connections, opportunities for like beyond this. And I was saying to you before we started recording, you know, I was looking at some old photos with my kids last night and I see this album from like probably five (laughs) years ago when you put together this like cruise and I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm going to Boston. That's scary. (laughs) Second of all, I'm going to be with Vanessa. That's not scary. Okay. I'm going to be with a whole bunch of strangers on a cruise. Okay. Like it was like all these different things that kind of pushed me. And I remember making some beautiful connections there. Of course, like dancing with you and your mom and like having so much fun, (laughs) but like you always create these containers Mm -hmm. and there's like this catalyst, like you genuinely love connecting people. You genuinely want the best for people. And you've always done that. And you just started this, what, CEO, it's called CEO Circle? Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) so maybe I'm jumping around a little bit here, but I feel it's like, it's that next level. That's that next iteration. Now it's this is a digital platform. You're opening this group. So CEO circle popped up and you opened it. And within how many hours, there's like almost a hundred people in it. Yes. Within less than 24 hours, we had over (laughs) a hundred members join, which shows us that people are craving this. And you can totally say, oh, just another community or another X. That's fine. But for the people who make the decision to step into that door, I take 1000% responsibility as a host of a community, of experience, of an event, of a container, of working with people, whatever that is. And I think that's very important when you decide and say, I need support. Humans, there is data scientifically, we are not meant to be alone. And that's okay because I respect that there there are times where I'm much more introverted than when I feel extroverted, which by the way, I'm actually someone who is an introvert at heart, Mm -hmm. but I chose to be a community leader. And with that responsibility comes being an extrovert. Mm -hmm. So making sure that when I am creating experiences, whether they are online or they are in person, that I know what it feels like to say, I'm going somewhere and oh, I have to get dressed up. Oh, I have to commute. Oh, I have to get there and I probably won't meet anybody. And there's going to be a cabillion people and I just want to be home doing X, Y, and Z. Mm. There is no shame in that. Mm. 
But I can tell you guaranteed, um, Emily has a testimonial right here, that when you do come to one of these experiences, it is an experience because from the moment that you get to the door, you are going to find me. Yeah. Or from the moment when you join CEO Circle, within like five minutes, I'm in your chat. I'm like, hi, it's me. It's nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> for being here, if you need anything, let me know. And I really create human experiences. And that's why it's very important because I know people need that. Yeah. They need the extra TLC and it comes so naturally for me to be able to be that nurturer type of person. I mean, and I've been in countless groups that you've hosted, you know, whether it be like the cruise or like, let's just go get like tacos somewhere or I'm going to go to your mom's birthday party. And by the way, everybody at your table is only speaking Spanish. I'm like, it's okay. I'll just work on my Spanish right now real quick. And, you know, it's like you still are able to foster community in no matter what the angle is. So I am positive that CEO Circle is I feel like it's one of those innately sexy offers that like we're hungry for, we're thirsty for, our soul is craving. And I know you, you attract like-minded people. And so I can definitely say, well, I know it's starting off with a hundred people, but I know where it's going. Like I know what Vanessa's capable of. You don't even know what's happening. What's <laughs> but I, but I, cause I know you dream big, you think big, you have a global hunger, this desire and this hunger inside of you, which I totally adore. Also to add to that, it's not just creating the experiences, but making sure that there's representation of different colors and voices in these rooms whether they are digital or they are in person. Yeah. That for me is key yeah. because for most of my life, I was the only person and that is fine if that works for other for these other companies, there's no shame. But in my world, that does not exist, mm. right? That does not exist. And we want people to feel represented in any possible way. So to anybody who does work with me, come to an event or participate in any way, that is how you matter because you are taking up space. And while we can say, we can hear so many people share your voice, share your story, take up space. It, it's the physical aspect of doing and also energetically yeah. taking that responsibility of, I know I can do this because I deserve and just see what happens. Yeah. Magic happens. Yeah, it, it does. And I'm, I'm glad that you're creating these spaces. So grateful. Mm -hmm. So you, when you stepped away from corporate and you started to coach people and I was sort of say, you were saying you've been really loving doing some of the one-on-one -on -one work when you get to kind of get into people's business, stir things up, shift it around. You had a really cool experience that you shared with me before we started recording. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, we need to stop talking and start <laughs> recording because you shared a client who wanted, who is from a corporate background, sort of has like a side hustle. I'll let you explain it better than me. Absolutely. <laughs> so I tell people, if you have a business idea and you intentionally truly believe in it, do your due diligence as if you're going to buy a home right? You do your market research. You understand where you stand in the market. You're not just like, I'm going to sell water bottles just because my neighbor said they're cute, right? right? No, you're like, I understand where I'm positioned in the market. I understand how I can make money. I understand how it's important for me to step into multiple roles. I understand the responsibility that it takes to be a business owner. Do not call your business a side hustle. I don't care if you work in it five or 10 hours a week because I'm going to tell you that these C-level people 
are involved in a shitload of nonprofits, organizations, boards. They don't call their corporate CEO <laughs> titles side hustles. So also it goes back to value because the number of hours that you work does not equate to the value of side or full time. So I always say, if you have a business, say it's a business. And if it is your main priority, such as mine is right now, it's your main priority. And I think I went in, into a rant that I didn't even answer your question, but I remember. I <laughs> So the last two years, we are celebrating our two-year anniversary this summer. Oh my gosh, congratulations. And previously before this year, we were doing, we, aka, I, yes, my team, I was doing accelerator programs and bringing people through all the different possible departments and buckets in their business to do X, Y, Z. With that being said, I set the intention this year because I was craving it. I was craving that one-on-one. Whereas I was telling you, like, I really want to do some major strategy with clients one-on-one and be able to roll my sleeves up, roll my sleeves up and get dirty with them, but let's get dirty. Let's have fun. Business should be fun. Yes, there are aspects that possibly could be a little more tense than others, but I have this one particular client that I'm so grateful for because she was the one who sparked the interest of working with clients one-on-one. I started working with her last February. She was doing $300 a month. She came from a corporate hedge fund background And now she's over 10K months um, consistently for the last six months. And now we are working a plan to hit 20K. And, you know, she's not locally based in Massachusetts. I fly to see her quarterly. We have a beautiful relationship. And it's spread the word to get referrals and other clients and the potential And right now at the current moment, it is something that is very rewarding to me where I am ultimately sort of that chief operating officer for my clients where anything that comes up strategy, we're like, okay, you know, let's talk about it. Let's provide solutions. There's nothing more than I love than when people bring me spaghetti and they're like, make it work, fix it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, this sounds so fun. And they're like, what? (laughs) I truly believe business should be simplified. I'm a minimalistic person also manifesting generator. I don't think anything is impossible. Yep. Bring it. Yeah, I'm also yeah. an MG as well. Yes, I know. <laughs> and um, I think it's great, especially for manifesting generators that we can have our hands in different things and it doesn't make yeah. us bored. And what I've learned about myself is when I started my online business, I was like, I'm going to do this next week. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this next week and I'm going to do that. And then over time, I realized I really love these few things and I'm going to deliver in this way. So here's a funnel that I can throw all of these creative ideas into. So I'm never bored, but it all is like one thing instead of like a smorgasbord of like so many different options. And I love that you can be a COO in other people's businesses. And for somebody who has just hired my first COO, it's like, I can't describe it. It's not the same as it was. She and I also have a very unique, very special, like deep relationship together personally. And I think that really helps. And for me, that's important to me. For some people, they might be like, it's it's work. So keep it at that level. And I 
I can't. I fall in love with people. MG, I know. I don't know that we can. <laughs> I'm, you're in, I love you. Let's put a ring on it, the end. But I think what's so unique about having a COO, and if you're helping people out of that level, you have to get personal. You have to get into it because, you know, you might see that plate of spaghetti and they're like, I don't even know what's going on. But you're going to find at the baseline when you clear the deck and you're like, okay, let's start from the beginning. You're going to find the stuff that's hidden beneath the surface is why. Why is it a plate of spaghetti in the first place? And why are we doing these things to distract us from the real thing that should be over here? And by the way, you are massively underpricing yourself. And this is the direction you say you want to go, but you're doing all these things. So it's so great to be able to have somebody who's got that strategic thinking brain who can sort through the mess and who can say, here's column one, two and three you're doing these two things, the end. And it's like, oh my gosh, for me as a CEO and as a creative thinker and as manifesting jetter, when I have my, she makes me a punch list every week. Like we have our goals, we have our weekly meetings, we have our bi-weekly team meetings. And every single day I'm like, ooh, I'm like a golden retriever. (laughs) I'm so excited. I have this idea. And she's like, go put it on the ideas meeting board. I'm like, right, go to the ideas meeting board. You know, and I have a place where I can put those things, but I have my short list that she gives me. Like, this is just, just stay in the lines, follow. (laughs) But it makes such a huge difference. And I can say that like my load, the load that I'm carrying it gets so much lighter. So that makes it easier for me to serve at my highest level. And when I'm serving at my highest level and I am more tapped into my joy and my fun and I can take off time and I can go play and I can get facials in the middle of the day and like go have a lunch day with a friend named Vanessa. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, that energy is so yummy. It -hmm. just changes everything. So of course she's now making more money. Of course she is. And so you're like this little magic sauce in in her business. Hey, listeners, I had to jump into this podcast episode to tell you about something I've been totally obsessed with, which is Everyday Dose. It is a beautiful alternative to coffee. And if you're like me, I would start my day with coffee and little by little, I'd be adding more and more cups, which would then result in a midday crash headaches from withdrawal if I wasn't having coffee, and an increased feeling of anxiety. So if these are things that you two are up against, I would definitely recommend checking out Everyday Dose. So I've just become an affiliate because I love it that much. I'm literally obsessed with it because not only does it have real coffee in it, it has lion's mane, chaga mushrooms, L-theanine, and collagen. So the reason why I have switched from my regular coffee to using everyday dose is because it's helped me to feel like my brain is alert, I'm functioning, but without the crash and the jitters that coffee kind of comes with. It's delicious, it tastes like coffee, so if you're kind of a coffee snob the way that I am, you don't have to lose that love for coffee. It is right there. So one of the things I've noticed is a boost of energy. And we all know to get in your highest alignment, you need that energy. Um, My gut health has been totally improved. I've been actually sleeping better. 
And it's also great product because Everyday Dose is GMO-free, it's keto, it's dairy-free, it's gluten-free, and it is USDA organic ingredients. So what I would love to invite you to do is try it for a week, completely free. So go over to my special link as an affiliate. It's emilyarons.com forward slash start dose that will get you started on your one week trial. You just pay for shipping. So you'll get to experience the awesomeness that is everyday dose at no risk. Again, emilyarons.com forward slash start dose. You'll thank me later. So you love seeing people one-on-one or do you love working with groups? Do you love both? No. So for the for the remainder of the year, actually for all of the year, I've committed to only work one-on-one with people. Okay. We do have experiences that we are doing live in person as well. But particularly working with one-on-one, I so happen to have my clients be a lot of on the East Coast. So while I say when we start working together, I cannot promise that you'll see me in person but I can also promise I love to travel. And then all of a sudden I'm in their face within 30 days. And I build and cultivate the relationships with them because if they're asking, this is where I see the vision. This is what I ask them. What is your story of origin as a human? Because mm. that is important, Huge. right? And then also, what is it that you want to accomplish? What are your weaknesses? And you have to create that recipe as that person, right? Mm. As that guide, right? The COO for people. And building that relationship with people is hard, especially if it's virtual. So for me, the human connection is a thousand percent important. And it also continues to help me learn how to continue to lead with empathy and compassion. But also I'm all about tough love. My clients know that, that I'm like, you told me you want to be here and given the data that you're giving me right now, we're going in the wrong direction, rerouting, rerouting. And like you said, for your COO, it's making sure that you are on track for what you envision, for what you see but also most importantly, challenge you to get uncomfortable in your comfort zone, but holding their hand and saying, you are safe, it is okay, you are loved. Mm. And I'm here through this process to go through any battle with you because I'm amazing and you are amazing, you know, we're going to get through it. And that's exactly what has happened with most of my clients. Right, and having somebody say that to you Because usually we're like a little island all off on our own. And maybe there's some team members that look up to us and depend on us to delegate tasks. And suddenly there's a COO who can be that intermediary and who can be like, listen, boo, I got you. You're not going to fall down today. It's like, you're right. I believe in myself. Like It's like that extra little boost. And I think as leaders, we need somebody who can be there. And, you know, I have an amazing network of wonderful friends who are enormously successful entrepreneurs in their own right. And it's not their business to be in my business. I tell them what I tell them. They tell me what they, and we can support each other, of course, and work through different issues. But when someone is like, their sleeves are rolled up like yours, you're like, I know what's happening. There's an area of vulnerability and trust Mm. and just areas of life that you're meeting this person as a relationship, right? We have romantic relationships and this is a business relationship. So it's very important that you are 
feeling seen, heard, understood, but also that you trust this person and allowing to put your wall down and your boundaries, that this person will also have the best interest for you to call you out in certain scenarios and situations. And or if you're not acting upon possible opportunities that are out there for you, it's like, girlfriend, what are you doing? And yes, there's a difference between having your entrepreneur friends because they will only know certain aspects of life of your business as well. But when you have that person who's really dedicated to you, it's very important in which I have been working with human design because it changed my life back so many years ago. And I thought to myself to understand my clients in a deeper level, right? In a a way that I can really able to move things around for them, but also clarity on how we can build trust together. It is something that energetic wise, I like to tap in briefly with them and say, these are some of the possibilities for you. Please allow me to step into this energetic space for you. And of course, by any means, if you think that I'm overstepping, say something. Yeah. I'm going to overstep more. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep going. I'll just keep walking. I'll keep going. This is what you hired me for. But I think it's so valuable. And I mean, this is also the thing is like, we can look at back to the beginning of the conversation of like trying different things to know what you like. You know, you had to walk through that path to get the experience and the confidence in yourself and your skill set to get to where you are today, where you can walk in and and be somebody's COO. Absolutely. So it's so interesting. And to me, I'm like, gosh, I'm so grateful for all of the other businesses that I had once started and created and made successful and put my ego aside and close them down when I no longer felt aligned with them while in society and my clients at the time thought I was crazy, like literally crazy. Why would you do that? At the minimum, sell your business. Hmm. And to me, it did not feel of integrity to do so. Hmm. I look back now understanding myself have been a business owner in so many different facets in so many brick and mortar service base and product base understanding e-commerce understanding different industries under like all of the different scenarios now finally with creative ceo i'm like i no longer have to open up all of these businesses because i can support with strategy to all of these female founders in unlimited ways And I would have not found so much joy Mm. and also so much way to give back to people Mm. if I didn't go through all of that. And to me, it was like pulling my hair. Oh my gosh, you got 2,500 orders. This should be the best thing ever. But there's like, I need to find a warehouse. I need to do this. I need to do that. And so there's just so many different things. I look back and I'm like, I understand why. And allowing our ego and putting aside that we don't need to understand everything. Mm. Point blank just be in the present moment. Yeah. I love what you said about authenticity as well. You kind of slipped that in there. So my CEO, Amanda, has worked for a number of pretty big brands herself as well. She has been a health, a sort of, she's a certified health coach. So she's had her own business and she's done some other things. And when we first kind of came together, it was just a project basis. She was helping me with my certification, all the back end stuff. I was like, here's what it's going to be. How do you do all these things? You know, I was like, I'm channeling the program and here's how it's got to look. I have no idea how to make A do B. Like, so she was 
part of that birthing process with me. And I told her when we first started working, I said, if I, if this program goes the way I think it's going to go, I'm probably going to fall in love with you. And I'm probably going to want to like take this to the next level. I'm just letting you know up front. And, you know, she thought it was funny until she realized it was literally what I meant. I, 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 I mean what I say, but through the process of getting to know each other, what came to the surface also for her was this lack of integrity, lack of authenticity from people that she previously worked with and kind of the scars that it left behind for her. And so when we started working together, you know, and like every day I'm like, you are amazing. I love you. I can't believe you. I'm like crying because I'm like, this never would be possible with you. We're having graduations and I'm crying. All the students are crying. Like, this is all thanks to Amanda. And she's like, oh my God, like I'm getting credit for something that I did. You know, like there's a lot of wounds that are previous wounds, but that as we build these partnerships, whether it's a long-term or a short-term, like you got to look at those as well. And I know in my own personal relationship with Amanda, we both are helping each other heal some really deep wounds that we've previously been through. And like, for me, it's the safety. I'm here. I got you. You're not alone. Like, go take a break, Emily. Like, I got this. And then for her, it's like, you know, your voice matters, your work matters, your I want to recognize you publicly, I want to, you know, cheer you on and, and acknowledge your contributions. And I'm not going to blame you and point the finger if something goes wrong, like all of that. So I wonder how that plays into your role and with the companies that you've been involved with, with like past icky situations, let's just say. Yeah. So I think at least when it comes to my corporate life, there will always be the, if they never say anything, nothing's wrong mm. and nothing ever was said. So there's always the, the whole self worth, the self value. And I found so much, so much joy and things that came out of owning my business. And I'm like, oh, I actually get a compliment from a client. And that is so wonderful. I made their day or we helped them do this or we did that. But I think ultimately also side note to add to this, just because we're on the topic is that whether you are in corporate or you have your business, it is your full responsibility to set up the person for success, whether they're part-time, full-time contractor, day person, whatever they are, your sole responsibility. So many people have said, particularly who own their own businesses, this person didn't work out. And my first question is, but did you set them up for success? And they will say, oh, but they're the expert. Okay. Do you have a job description? <laughs> is there set ex expectations? Mm. Did you sit with them on their first day? Did you go through the training? Do you have a manual? Do you, do you? And they're like, no, <laughs> and I'm not here to shame you. I'm here just to shed awareness that you are hiring a human <laughs> with feelings, right? That comes with these scars and bruises and past situations, just as yourself, because we are not more and they are not less and vice versa mm. and treating everything with a people first approach. Mm. And when working with people, it's quite interesting how I'm learning to volume up my voice in scenarios because I, I would see things when politics would happen in corporate and injustice happened. Unfortunately, you have to not be the problematic employee and put your head down. And I've been in situations where I was the problematic employee when I was saying this is unfairness or it's, it's actually even against the handbook that you wrote as mm -hmm. the employer. 
But ultimately, as a business owner, you have the rules set from from clear, right? The, the slate is right in front of you, white and black, and you have the opportunity to do people-led first. Mm-hmm. And understanding that your client's journey is very important and not necessarily that things Things that are automated are great because they take time off of our, you know, they give us time back. But also importantly, it's like, well, how are you actually going to connect with clients in a different way if you're automating X? Mm. Um, And I do understand that that might not necessarily feel comfortable for many people because they might not energetically want to associate themselves with people in different areas and aspects. And that's fine. If you don't feel inclined to own a business, that is wonderful if that doesn't feel aligned for you. But if you do feel that you are inspired to even just try, do so. Because if you talk to anybody who is in their late ages, which life is not promised to any of us, but if they're in their late seasoned ages, you will always hear the number one advice that they say, never have doubts, like, you know, always try something, the what ifs are the things that are going to be the most regretful. So if we are truly living in our way of the best life that we can possibly have, not just for ourselves, but for our ancestors, I do think that matters. All of our decisions do reflect to all of them is just, if you have an idea, we've heard this so many times, it's for a freaking reason, Mm -hmm. just act yeah because you will never get criticized by the people who are doers the people who are going to criticize you are the people who don't do and that is okay amen mic drop moment yes you'll never get criticized by the doers i agree and i think that's hard you know i was i was doing some journaling last week because i had a particularly challenging week And I was like, you know what? When I started doing this helping the world thing, you know, I had this mission and I didn't know that we weren't just going to be BFFs from the moment you met me and started following me on Instagram to, you know, eternity, that there are people who are going to come into your business, just like friends for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And I saw people you know, change from when they started programs to when they finished them. And some people didn't finish them. And it's like, what? So now that my eyes are wide open, I can tell, you know, if I've got 50 people in a program, we're not going to see 50 people at the end of it. Probably not even 50 in the middle of it, if we're really being honest. And that's just human nature. And so part of me, I was like journaling about, so why am I doing this? Like, I know I'm here to make an impact on millions of practitioners. And I also know it by human nature, not everyone's going to walk the walk. And I can't force that on anybody. And there are going to be people, which in the case was last week, who don't do the work, don't meet the requirements, but still blame me for everything. You know, they'll, they'll blame their peers. Well, they had it easier than me. And your requirements are too rigorous. So there, you know, it's like, but you signed up for it. You know, it's like, it's like, so what am what why am I doing this? Am I like a glutton for punishment? <laughs> so I'm sure, like, I know you are human humanitarian at heart, but you yeah. must also come into contact with some really difficult situations as well where 
maybe like me last week, like questioning, like, what am I actually trying to do? If these people don't want my help, like what is going on? Right. How have you inter- have you seen some of those sort of scenarios? Yeah. So it was absolutely the first year in business for creative CEO where I was still testing the waters, right? As I mentioned in the beginning, I thought I was going to help X. Y was coming through the door. Yeah. And I was like, okay, hold on. Not sure that either one, like we need a combination, a little bit of both. And the recipe was for Z. Z is the client. But ultimately I decided that before I have any clients start working with me, I have a human conversation mm-hmm. and I say, this is how I work. You are a great, like, I don't care if it takes me 50 hours a week to have this conversation with them. You need to understand, I'm not going to do the work for you. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to strategize with you. I'm here to get dirty with you. But if I'm going to do more work than you and be more obsessed with the vision of your (laughs) business, we are not aligned. And I have it in my contract. I have it in white and black. I have the conversation in person. And if you check my client success stories on the website, every single client of mine has I've helped thus far 32 female founders and they all say you have to put in the work to be able to see the fruition. And let me tell you, the hard work is freaking fun. (laughs) Yes, we might pull our hair every few days in the month, but there's nothing wrong with that. And if you and I will tell my clients, if there's a moment I feel like you're going through a moment of resistance, I do think that this is personal. We will reschedule. Mm, good for you. And it's the boundaries in the beginning. And I know how hard that can be because people will point. And I know that that first year people did point. And okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> and goodbye. Yeah. But And it it sucks because what they're not realizing is that their actions are affecting other humans. And that's not cool. But yes, we have to continue to walk the walk. And I love that you brought that up because I have seen also many times where things are not led through the leaders. Mm. A people first approach Mm. that actually brought me to therapy in first year through my market research because I went down a very dark hole, not wanting to be associated in the industry, not even wanting to step into this and knowing I am brilliant at it because I found resentment in between what I had found at work in my lifetime and also still seeing it in this industry where we are Mm. to support business owners. And I'm like, but wait a minute, aren't we here to help women succeed in life? And if we are not leaders walking the walk, because it doesn't take rocket science to find this information that's very open in the public. And then it's like, well, what am I doing? I'm now the black sheep in this industry that I want to walk the walk. And what is the purpose? Because ultimately we are mirroring in this space that we are trying to step into for the future of the world what was the previous of the world, Mm. just new facade and beautiful marketing and just wrapped up with all of this cute stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that kind of defeats the purpose Mm. of existing and of evolving. Mm. I appreciate you bringing that up because I do think that is something that I had struggled so much with as a business owner. So if there's anybody who is listening, I find that that lesson for me was the beginning of self 
worth. Mm. And any situation that is triggering to you that is deeply painful and or questionable for you, keep going in that direction until it's not painful anymore. And it could take years because it did take me almost two years to heal in that way, but it's going to be the best thing that you can do for yourself and for your clients. And it's going to show. Amen. Nothing else has to be done or said or even confronted with other people. Yeah. Amen. Hey, listeners, I wanted to hop into this week's podcast to share something that I've been using for about a year now, and I've just been so in love with it, which is FLFE, Focus Life Force Energy. And what it is, is a service that provides a higher level of consciousness directly to a mobile device or to a property. I personally love it on my phone because I can do a boost before I go live. I can use it when I'm going to have a tough conversation just to get a higher level of consciousness, as well as EMF mitigation. So it's kind of like taking a bubble of positivity with you. And it's super supportive, not just for your energy, but also for your health, for abundance, as well as relationships. So as a positive podcast listener, I want to get you to try FLE completely free. Now, this is an amazing opportunity to get a 15-day free trial. You don't have to enter a credit card. That's right. You can try it for free without entering any information. So head on over to emilyarons.com forward slash FLFE, that's Focus Life Force Energy. You can learn all about FLFE and the multiple benefits that it provides. This service is so incredible. I've actually recommended to all of my practitioners to help them to raise their level of consciousness so that the work that they're doing out there in the world is amplified. I know you're here for a reason. I know you're here to help more people and to make a positive impact in the world. FLFE is absolutely a great way to do that. Again, emilyarons.com forward slash FLFE to start your 15-day free trial today. I think that's the hard part about being a disruptor. If you're saying, you know, that's really unethical or that's not cool, this is the direction I'm taking. I'm taking the high road and I'm taking it with integrity and with heart. Uh, And I love your people first approach, you know. With this certification, I've been seeing a lot of that come up for me because the bar, especially for practitioner, has has been set so low that there's just such a huge leap to say, how do you show professionally and with integrity and really shine without doing these weird sleazy things that these business only people are trying to teach me? It doesn't translate in transformational healing work. What do I do? And then they get into this like lost, confused state. And yeah, now you said the term black sheep a couple times. I have said that I actually have been working with a hypnotherapist who's going to be on the podcast any day now, whenever it airs, maybe it's already aired by the time this comes out. But one of the things I was working on was saying that about me, about myself, about being the black sheep of my family and about being kind of like this black sheep, almost like in the industry that I'm at, because I'm not I'm not just like the psychic and the energy healer, and I'm not just the business strategist. I'm this unicorn that's sort of like middle of the road of both. And mm-hmm. and so she introduced the term that I've been using, thankfully, in hypnosis around being the unicorn of my industry, or being the unicorn in my family is like, we are sparkly still. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's really, it's like, it's a good thing that you stand out in that way. And I'm glad that you got to do the deeper work to realize your own worthiness in that. and 
you know, I think it's also really important that we we do get those triggers. We get triggered by people, by them being sleazy or them being too shiny or them being in a bathtub of dollar, $100 bills and like all I of that. I can't even tell you, I, I have been someone who has reported a professional to the U.S. I know that there's like some sort of big like federal, they took my money paid in full, nothing. I got nothing out of them. So for anybody who's also listening, before you hire someone, Look at their credentials, not just their marketing, because they could be nice people and that's great, right? Like, for example, Emily has such experience. Like, I met her back, I think, 2014, 2015. You are the one who sparked me onto this like journey. I feel like I was in space and I'm like, this is so cool. We're going to do wonderful things in life. And then Emily was like, you do know that you have a rocket ship right next to you that you can jump onto at any given point and just go anywhere with it. Right. And you are that person, right? Mm -hmm. Not only did you change my life, but you are someone who was, who was so educated, so human first forward approach, not afraid to be the black sheep with love and power. Mm -hmm. So find yourself interviewing that person as if you were interviewing at a corporate role mm. because you will find that it's important to really understand what your expectations are as anybody working with someone right yeah. but then also when you do find someone who's truly aligned from your human levels but also for your business levels as is emily you're going to feel a hundred percent at the end of whatever existing business relationship that you have with that person ultimately yeah. And I do think that there are 10 situations that we just need to keep walking the walk because I will tell you, I keep tabs as I continue to do market research in the industry and trends for the people back in 2019, 80% of those businesses no longer exist and or have pivoted 700 times. <laughs> There's no shame yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's important because at the end of the day, when people are going to say, oh, but who is the Emily or who is the Vanessa? We are consistent with our word, no matter what it is that we are tapped in mm. or excited about. Amen. That's important. Amen. Well, I love this conversation. I We didn't know exactly where it was going. I know. <laughs> and, and here we are. And I feel like you've dropped some like awesome truth bombs. And I also love how we can kind of go from sharing background stories to how do we evolve as a human? How do we evolve as a business? How do we show up with people first? And I think, you know, these leadership qualities are are foundational. So it's really great that we got to kind of touch on them a little bit. So, you know, I love you and I would love for people who are listening, if you resonated with Vanessa, her energy, you know, you could use a COO in your business. You could even just be part of a community of like-minded people. Um, if you resonated with her words and her energy, I would absolutely love for you to go check her out. Of course, I probably should have mentioned this earlier, I'll say in the intro, but take a screenshot of this episode if you're listening to it on your phone. Tag us over on Instagram. You're at Vanessa Farino. I'm at Emily Aarons. You just tag us and say, hey, I love the episode. This is what really stood out to me or just like, uh, just give us some hearts or something. But, you know, we are both such like people, people that 
we love getting DMs and we love when you tag us in your stuff and just keep spreading the word. If this episode was helpful for you in any way, share it with a friend, you know, pay it forward, tell somebody you know that you love and say, hey, listen, I love this part right here when Vanessa said that, you gotta go listen to it. So Vanessa, let people know how they can find you, how they can work with you and what they can do to keep this party going. Yeah, so uh, to all the black sheep out there, like Emily and I, <laughs> please do connect with me. I love the human conversation. My Instagram is at Vanessa Perino. Great. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. It is, as you know, one of my favorite places to connect with you. We are 400 plus, plus, plus episodes in. And I can tell you when I started this thing, I was nervous. And I said, is anybody going to even listen to this? And here we are four and a half years later. And it's one of my happiest, my most pleasurable, most joyful experiences I get to bring to you. If you feel the same and you're loving the podcast, please go ahead on your favorite listening platform, leave a kind review. You can always give a shout out to Vanessa, let her know, hey, I love that episode. By the way, Vanessa, you're awesome. But thank you for listening as always. It is such a joy to be able to do this work. And thank you for being here as always. Thank you, Vanessa, for being here. We love you. Thank you. <laughs>